somebody say, God is good all the time. He 
And I'm going to tell you today, if the tomb is empty today, all things are possible. Somebody give the Lord a praise today, would you? Shadow them in your presence as they sing and rejoice. Then 
ever lover of your name will burst forth with endless joy. Lord, how wonderfully you bless the righteous. Your favor wraps around each one and covers them under your canopy of kindness and love. You will show me the path of life in your presence. In your presence is fullness of joy. And your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So celebrate the goodness of God. He shows his kindness to everyone who is his. Go ahead. Shout for joy on the righteous one who wants to please him. It's time to sing and shout for joy. Go ahead, all you redeemed ones, do it. Praise him with all you have. For praise was loved on the lips of God's beloved. Let's lift up a joyful noise this morning. Come on. Joy. 
floor today And we won't be quiet We shout out your praise There's joy in the house of the Lord Our God is surely in this place We won't be quiet We shout out your praise We shout out your praise
do you believe it can change right now? It's like Pastor said, the tomb's empty, anything is possible this morning. Oh, it can change right now. Hallelujah. My heart starts to race and I can't contain the feeling of joy being in to race and I can't contain the feeling of joy being in your presence can't help but dance can't help but sing and I don't really care come on let's let loose my heart starts to race and I can't contain the feeling of joy being in your presence can't help but dance Joy, joy is rising. Hey, 
stars to race And I can't contain the feeling of joy Being in your presence I can't help but dance I can't help but sing forgive our debtors lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever and ever amen amen yours is the kingdom yours is the power yours is the glory lord we can't fix it you can fix it. We will worship you for your presence is heaven. Your presence is heaven to me. Yes.
nothing like your presence. Make room. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Father is drawing in here today. He is calling his children to come to him. 
to lay your burdens at his feet. Mm -hmm. Let's not miss this moment. You know, maybe you're not carrying anything heavy right now. And so you wonder why the delay, why the lingering. It just might not be for you today, but it may be for the person standing right next to you who has a mask on real good and real tight. So if this isn't particularly ministering to you right now, well, intercede for somebody else because the Spirit of the God is having us wait. Having us wait. Oh, 
you're deserving of it, God. God, we pray, Lord, that any needs in this house, God, Lord, any family members, any prodigals, God, anybody that has lost, God, we pray that you would just begin to draw them in and just begin to let them see, God, that you are the answer. God, you are the solution. God, you are the creator. You are the cause for everything, God. Without you, we have nothing. Jesus, we pray, Lord, that during this time of worship, as we lift you up, Lord, that people begin to realize, Lord, that they need you more than anything in this life. We need you more than breath, God. We need you more than anything that we have need. Lord, we give you the praise, God. We thank you for healings. We thank you for transformations in lives. God, we thank you for young people that are coming to you, God, from everywhere, God. We praise you for that. God, and we give you the praise for this service today, God, and what you're going to do, and you're not done yet, God. And as we sing this last bridge right here, God, we pray that you would just pour out your spirit, God. Lord, that you would just wreck us in your presence, Jesus. And we're going to sing this. God, we love you and we praise you, Lord. Come on, let's sing this. Oh, what a Savior. And oh, what a Savior. And isn't he
our Savior. And over a Savior, isn't He wonderful? Sing hallelujah, Christ is risen. Bow down before Him.
it might be two at a time, but they're coming. You keep standing on the word. You keep proclaiming what God says. They are coming in. Doesn't matter what it looks like right now. It doesn't matter how far they look like they're far away. They don't believe the same thing you do anymore. They don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. They're into every kind of thing, but they are coming. They are coming. They are coming. Amen. Yes, they are coming. The prodigals are coming home. Sometimes they might not be away from you, but their hearts are away from you. They're coming home. They're coming home. They're coming home, y'all. Maybe you're in here today and you're still on the fence. You're like, I want to come home, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be accepted. Come on home. Come on home. You know where you belong. You're not happy where you are. You try to cover it up with every kind of addiction and everything that you think will deaden everything so you don't feel it. Come home. Come home. We're waiting. Your faith family's waiting. Your faith family's waiting. God, Jesus is waiting. He wants you to come home. So I'm going to give you one more chance. I just feel like there's one, just like one more person in this place that needs to come. We'll give you one more chance. So, one more chance today. God's going to give you more chance. But one more chance in this service. We're going to give you a chance. So let's just worship him for a little bit. I don't know. Y'all sing the same song. It don't matter. Just worship. Okay. Worship. Worship. And all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These bones will sing.
you today, but we're not giving up on you. You watch no more, we're not giving up on you. God's here and he's calling you. We're not giving up on you. We're going to pray over our needs this morning. I believe God's done so much already. I'm going to have Lisa Grooms come up, and we're going to pray over the needs. Um, we have a list here. I just want to mention a few. We have some families that are bereaved right now. Um, we want you to remember Jay Ingram's family. His brother passed away. Molly Weaver's family. Her dad passed. And also um, Barbara Harris's sister passed. So we just ask that you remember them as they're going through their grief. But I'm going to ask Lisa to... Speak over these needs, to pray over these needs. Father God, we thank you for this day. We exalt you, Lord God. We bless your name. We thank you for the countless healings that, have, that we have received or that we have seen. We thank you for the provisions that you have made for us and for others. We thank you, Yahweh. We thank you, Adonai. We thank you, Elohim. We thank you, Jehovah Jireh. We thank you that you are God all by yourself. Father, you said that as we lift you up, that you would draw all men nigh unto you, Lord God. You said that if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves repent and turn from their wicked ways that we would hear from heaven and you would heal our land. And Jesus, everywhere that you went, you had compassion. And we ask you, Father God, we repent of our sins, of anything that we might have done by omission or commission, Father God, because our heart is towards you. We love you, Lord God, and we humbly come before your throne of grace. Father, you said in your word that if any two on earth shall touch anything in your name, that it shall be done. Father, you said that you watch over your word to perform it. And you said if we abide in you and you abide in us, we can ask what we will. Father God, we come before you in the name of Jesus. Asking you, Lord God, to reveal yourself, Lord God, in each person's life, Lord God, with every request that they have on this paper, Lord God, as well as in this house. Knowing, Father, that you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask or think according to the power that worketh within us, dear God, which is your power. Knowing that apart from you, we can do nothing, dear God. But we come before you as your children, Lord God, knowing that your word is truth, that your word will always stand. And Father, you said that one can send a thousand devils to flight and that two can send 10,000. And Father, you said that miracles, signs, and wonders would follow the believers as we are in your house worshiping you, knowing that you are our God, knowing that you, Lord God, are able to do far above what we could ask or think, knowing, Father God, that you've already made provision, that you've already have healing in your hands, Lord God, but we ask you, Lord God, that it would be unto each one of them, Lord God, that it would be unto each one of us. 
We ask that your kingdom come, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For your glory, dear God. We believe you for great and mighty things, Lord God. Bring healing, Lord God, where there, where there needs to be healing, Father. Arise, O oh God, with healing in your wings. May the healing balm of Gilead resonate in and through this place. As you said in your word that no plague shall come nigh our dwelling. That is our inheritance, Father God, because we are your children. For those, Lord God, who are bound by confusion, you said in your word that your sheep shall know your voice and a stranger's voice they shall not hear. May they hear with clarity your voice. For your yoke is easy and your burdens are light. Jesus, show yourself strong and mighty because your word says that we will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And our testimony is that you are our God, that you are faithful, that you are able. And we declare you victorious because it is through you, Lord God, that we shall do valiantly to declare your name, for people to be drawn to you, Lord God, to ask, what shall they do to be saved? Father, for those who need to forgive, May they release their hearts to you and forgive so that healing can take place emotionally, physically, spiritually, Lord God.
where love love abounds, grace does that much more. And we bless you, Father, for we ask it in the name of Jesus, thanking you for answering our prayers, for hearing us and for loving us, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, good morning and welcome to Northview Harvest Ministries. We are so glad to see you here today. We're glad to see our faith family here. Let's give our online congregation a big hand for being with us this morning. Yes. For those of you that are here with us for the first time, if you'll look at your bulletin, there's a first time here form. If you will fill that out for us at the end of service, you can take it as you leave to the right. There's a welcome center. Um, it just tears right off. If you'll take that to the welcome center, we have a gift for you. Someone will be out there if you need prayer. So we ask that if you brought somebody with you, faith family, take them out there. Okay. Make sure they get one of those. And for up for all of you, First time, and everybody, if this is the first time you've experienced anything like this service today, welcome. You know, you may think, well, why are these people so wild? Why are they so crazy? Why do they get so excited? Because we know Jesus, and we want you to know Jesus. Amen? Amen? You get excited at ball games, you can get excited at church. Right? I've seen some of y'all at ball games. I've seen videos of you at ball games. Ball games are great. I have nothing against them. I've been to some. But we are worshiping the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Who saves, heals, delivers, and establishes in his kingdom. Amen. So we can get excited. That's why we get excited. If you were wondering. That's why we get excited. I have a couple of announcements. Tonight we will have corporate prayer and worship at 6 here in the sanctuary. We would love for you to join us. It is a great time. We have worship time and then we um, have de declarations and prayer. So you join us if you can. This Saturday we will have our silent siege at the abortion clinic in Fayetteville. If you would like to go with us, we meet at 8 a.m. at the youth church. If you want to go with us, see me. If you don't usually go, see me. You're welcome to go. And also... If you, who has signed up for Right Now Media? Raise your hand if you have. That's good, but y'all, there's a bunch of you that hadn't. I want you to look inside your bulletin on the other side of the first time attender form. There's a QR code on there. All you do is you open up the camera on your phone, hold it over the QR code, a little box will pop up. Tap the box, it'll take you straight to it. Y'all, there is so much good stuff on there. So many resources on there. And that we um, ask that you just enjoy it. Okay, it's, it's a gift to you, and we want to help you grow. I know a lot of you have. I've seen some of you mention it on Facebook. And so all of you need to enjoy that. You can also put the streaming channel on your TV and watch it on your TV too. So just go to streaming channels after you sign up through the church. Go to streaming channels, find Right Now Media. You can watch it on the big screen. Okay, so y'all take advantage of that. It's good, good stuff. All right, we're going to dismiss Children's Church at this time. So Children's Church, y'all can go with Miss Heather and Mr. Buck this way at this door down here. Look at all these beautiful children.
Okay, now we're going to prepare ourselves to give to the Lord. Who's excited to give to him? Yes. Y'all, he's given us so much. And it's just an honor and a privilege to be able to give something back. Amen? So one of those ways, if you need to tie the envelope, the ushers are making their way this way. You can raise your hand, they'll give you one. One of the ways we can get back is with our resources, our finances. That doesn't buy us a miracle. It doesn't buy our way into heaven. It doesn't buy us anything. We're showing our love to God, and God tells us to give so he can give it back. And we give it to get it, to give it out again. Amen. We believe in sow and seed. So has everyone got a tithing envelope? If you do, ushers, you can come forward. We ask that you stand. Thank you for those of you that have already given online. We appreciate that so much. But if you're preparing to give in house today, we're going to give you the opportunity to do so now as the praise band plays for us.
I started to say if God's been good to you, look at somebody and tell them that. But I'm not going to say that today due to Facebook. <laughs> I want you to tap yourself and say, Seth, God's been good to you. Can we do that, Stephen? <laughs> Come on, somebody. And there was a time King David, whom they sang songs about him, that David is... You know, King Saul had slain his thousands. David has slain his tens of thousands. A mighty warrior on the battlefield. A teenage boy killing a 10-foot tall giant. The giant says, "You," uh, he says, uh, you know, who am I, a bird seed that you come out here looking at me, you little boy? David said, you come at me with spear and a sword. But I come at you in the name of the Lord. David was a mighty man. Eventually, he became known as the greatest king in Israel's current history. There is a greater king that is coming, though, that was set upon the throne of David. Whew, I felt that go right through me, man. His name is Jesus. He's coming back. He is of the house of David. Zechariah the prophet said he's going to set foot on the Mount of Olives. Y'all remember that night he prayed and he cried and he said, Father, if there be any other way, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That same mountain, he cried, sweated, drops of blood coming out of his sweat glands. He was under so much pressure. That same mountain. Harry, he's going to step foot on it when he comes back. Zachariah said that mount's going to split in two. As soon as that foot, that nail-scarred foot hits that mountain, it's going to, the Bible says it's going to cleave in two. It's going to break and water. A river of water is going to come out of it. It's going to run down into the streets of Jerusalem. And then south, it's going to run down into the Dead Sea, the Salt Sea. But that, that water is going to be so fresh and coming in so hard, it's going to wash the salt out of the Dead Sea and it will become a freshwater lake. But back to David. Let me take y'all back to David. In all of his mighty exploits, all of the things that God did through him, there was a day that he and his warriors left out going due south to go fight the enemy leaving the children the wives grandchildren all their stuff there I believe it in the town of Ziklag they're going out due south and as soon as they're out of eye shot and ear shot another enemy came from due north and attacked their town took the wives took the children took the grandchildren took the dogs the cats even took the last can of Campbell's soup off the shelf. They took everything and then they burnt what was left. David and those men are returning back from battle and they get within eyeshot of the, the area. Somebody sees smoke. Closer they get Anthony, they see more smoke and they know something's wrong. So those that are on horses break out in a gallop and those that are on foot break out in a trot when they got there. Luke, I don't know about you. I'd be tore up if 
I came back to Laurenburg and it's burnt down and my wife and kids are nowhere to be found. I'd be in a tizzy. The Bible says those great mighty warriors who fought with David did all those exploits. The Bible says they cried until they couldn't cry anymore, assuming their kids and their wives and their grandchildren, their mamas and their daddies were dead. And finally, after doing that a while, somebody started murmuring, this is all David's fault. If he was a better leader, we wouldn't be in this position. And then somebody started murmuring something a little heavier. We should kill him. David heard him. And the Bible says, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Folks, sometimes, when I told you a little bit ago, sometimes you just got to tap yourself and you got you to say something to yourself. Sometimes you got to give yourself a high five and say, me and Jesus, we got this. It's, it's just this simple right here. Lord, we got this. You can say, Pastor Tim, that's silly. To you, it's silly. To me, it's victory. To me, Gary, it means I can overcome anything. Because greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. You got to confess the word to yourself. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Well, say it to yourself one more time. God is good to me. Hallelujah. I had this scripture. I have been the last couple of weeks, I believe, more than ever before in my life. I have immersed myself with about every free moment I've got in the daytime I have immersed myself that means I have baptized myself in the word of God I mean I've been scouring through books I've spent all last week in the book of Hebrews and I'm just feeling the Lord's just drawing me aside and I feel like he is igniting something inside of me. In fact, I feel like some of you in here today, the Lord, you just ought to let the Lord just put a fresh fire inside your soul. Anybody in here, I just sense that when, right about when my wife was about to come up, I just sense the Lord saying, fire, fire, fire. Come on, somebody. The prophet said, he said, I tried to keep quiet. He said, I tried, the prophet said, I tried to keep my mouth shut. He said, but it was like fire shut up in my bones. I'm going to tell you right now, I believe the, the United States of America needs some Christians who've got some fire in their bones. Not just fire on Sunday morning. I mean, when you get to church, there's something burning inside of you. I ain't getting no help up in here. See, here, here's a little misconception. How many of y'all remember in the book of Acts, the Bible says that when Peter walked down the street, the King James, and I believe most translations says, his shadow would hit people. Like these lights right here causing a shadow over my brothers. That when his shadow hit people, said the sick were healed and the oppressed were delivered. But that's a bad translation. The word that is used there for shadow does not mean like a shadow cast by a light casting a shadow. It literally means a glow. Did you hear that? G-L-O-W. 
you. Oh, somebody didn't get that. It literally means there was something emanating from outside of him, from inside to the outside. You could see it like a glow, like this haze around him. Folks, I believe it was the fire of God burning inside of him, the glory of God. And I believe, look at here, if Peter needed it back then in A.D. 33 or whatever, then I'm going to tell you right now, right here after Pride Month in 2023, we need some fire in the church. I, look, and, and I'm not knocking anybody in the LGBTQ community. You know what? Whatever you do, that's between you and God. But I'm going to tell you right now, I want to see the church step up and step out. And I want to see us have some fire that I've got something I want to say. I've got something I believe that will make a difference. I've got something inside of me that will change somebody else's life. And don't try to tell me to be quiet about it. I ain't telling you to be quiet about your stuff. If you can say yours, I ought to be able to say mine. If you can live yours out on the media, I ought to be able to live mine out loud because I got something you can't cover up. Come on, somebody. Jesus said you don't light a candle and put it under a bushel. No, you put that thing up and let the light shine. And this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. So in my last couple of weeks that I have just, now I've always been in the Word. You can ask my wife. I'm always studying, but it's the last couple of weeks, man. I just have felt the Lord just say, just wrap yourself. I'm getting ready to do something. I need you to wrap yourself in the Word. So last week I, I, uh, I was reading through the book of Philippians. And Philippians, I've read Philippians a hundred more times. Studied it, preached it, taught it through, word by word, verse by verse. But how many of you know when the Lord tells you to do something, you do it. No matter how many times you've done it before. If he tells you to do something, Gary, he got something new for you. Something fresh. So while I was reading through Philippians, I got to this verse and I was like, I got to, I got to use this in church at the offering. I didn't get to use it last week, but uh, I want you to look at it with me. This is the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Philippi. And the, the, the main theme of the book of Philippians is joy. Everybody say joy. See, God does not want you to be sad. He wants you to be full of joy. In fact, you'll, you'll find so many times, if you'll read through the book of Philippians, you'll find the word joy or rejoice almost every few verses. Philippians chapter 4. If you backed up a few verses and you get to about chapter 3, uh, excuse me, verses 3 and 4, he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, You know what that means? In, in literature, folks, when somebody repeats themselves like that, how many of y'all had somebody text you and they put that little, like, three little red exclamation points thing in there? You know, exclamation point means emphasis, right? So if they're putting three of them in red, they mean they really want, whoa, yeah, that right there. And what Paul is saying, whenever you use, repeat something like that, rejoice, and again I say rejoice, it's like the Holy Ghost because Paul wasn't writing this by himself. 
the Holy Ghost was saying, let me put three red exclamation points on this. The Holy Spirit wants you to rejoice. So don't look at your neighbor, but high five yourself. Tell yourself to rejoice in the Lord. Now look at your neighbor, tell them to rejoice. <laughs> I'm just playing y'all. Look what the verse, look what this verse says. This is Paul. This is Paul. This Philippian church, this church in this city of Philippi, these believers, they had continually taken up offerings while Paul was out on these missionary tours and they would send it. They'd give it to somebody. Say, you know, back then they didn't have UPS and FedEx and stuff. So if they needed to get something to Paul, say if I'm Paul and uh, I'm down in Florida doing a missionary tour and y'all took up an offering, how would you get it to me? You'd give it to, you'd give it to Joshua and say, Joshua, here, we're going to give you an extra 300 bucks we need you to get this down to Pastor Tim in Florida. Joshua would walk, get a camel, donkey, horse, whatever. However, he traveled back then. His job was to bring me the money or food or whatever it was. And look what Paul says. Indeed, I have all and I'm barely getting by. Is that what he says? What did he say? What did he say? I can't hear y'all. What does God want you to do? He wants you to have all and abound. Look at here now. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus. Epaphroditus, that was the Joshua back then. He's the guy that the church of Philippi said, hey, Epi, we need you to take this down to Pauly. That was cute. I just did that right on the spur of the moment, okay? I haven't received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you. Now look, ho, ho, ho. This is what jumped out at me when I was reading it. Look what he says. Your offering, what you sent me, is a sweet smelling aroma and acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. this. It's a $20 bill. I need somebody to sniff it. Your wife said yes. You. Huh? What's it? Can you smell it? been in my wallet. Gary? Gary ain't moving. Tyler, what? There you go. Look at that. I'll let you take up the offering more often. He's security too, y'all. He's packing. <laughs> Either you give it or we take it. Now I'm just playing. smell anything on it. But when I pulled it out of my wallet, it was going in the basket anyway, Gary. 
when I pull it out of my wallet, I designated it to be a part of this offering today. And in my hand, nothing changed. But in the spirit realm, God smelled something sweet come out of it. See, folks, there's so much more going on in your walk with God than what you can see and just going through the motions of what we do. It goes a whole lot deeper. So those of you that gave today, those of you that give online, the text to give, the online, the website, whatnot, whenever you hit that send button, something sweet comes up into the nostrils of God. How many of you ever walked into your house and uh, somebody's been cooking something good in there and as soon as you open the door, it just kind of goes whoosh. Like my wife, she puts the crock pot on and she cooks me roast potatoes and carrots, which is like one of my favorite things. You can walk in, we've got a side door, it goes in our garage, then you go up steps through the laundry room into the kitchen. But man, I don't even need to open the house door. I could just open that door and walk into the garage and I could smell that roast cooking in that crock pot. How many of y'all foaming at the mouth right now? At least a little bit of drool starting to come out, huh? And folks, I, want, I need you to see that when we give to God, that we offer that up to him and he smells your offering. I want to give God something that smells good. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Let's make our confession. As we receive today's offering, we are believing the Lord for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, debts paid off, expenses decrease, blessings and increase. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of my financial needs that I may have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And shout this out. in your soul today. Hallelujah. 
these wonderful folks that have rededicated or come to Jesus today, either at the altar in your seat, wherever you may have been, God's been working all through this house. And I just want to give you something in closing today. I want you to turn in your Bibles or your smart device to the book of Numbers, chapter 6. And I'm going to bless you, but I want to add something to the blessing as we've been doing it. And sooner or later, this thing, I, I, I have had this message now for two weeks that I felt from the Lord entitled Freedom Fighters, Liberated to Liberate. Someday I'm going to get to preach it. It sure is good stuff. Really good stuff. Heck, if I keep on reading, I'm going to get saved. I want to say thank you to uh, our greeters, ushers, everybody with the, the care ministries today, those that will be waiting outside for you, those of you that are our, our first-time guests. As my wife said, please stop off at the information desk and, and drop off your guest form. We'll have some wonderful people that are going to be out there. I know this morning... Uh, I saw Mr. Ward, Miss Joyce, Miss Donna, and Miss Beverly were out there. I don't know who's going to be out there after the service of that group, but uh, they're wonderful people. They'd love to chat with you and love to get that info from you, so please stop by. Years ago, Pastor Blees, our pastor emeritus and our pastor who has been promoted to glory, He started making this confession because he was very heavy and strong in confessing the word of God. And if any of you were ever around him in the morning time, if you traveled with him or anything, and uh, it was nothing for you to walk in on him in a room, a dimly lit room, and he'd be sitting in a chair somewhere with a Bible open and a notepad, and uh, he may just be sitting there mumbling something and what he was doing is he was praying but he was also confessing, speaking out loud the word of God. He wasn't standing on the street corner shouting it or on the roof but he'd just be sitting in a dimly lit room and you, you wouldn't even, sometimes you would not even audibly hear him but you would see his lips moving and he'd be looking down and just confessing the word of God. And uh, folks, look, you and I, need that discipline in our lives to confess the word of God. Amen. Uh, you can find a wonderful teaching on that uh, in Joshua chapter one. And if you don't have a copy of the Northview Harvest Ministries confession booklet, which I need to make one up, we need to make some more up. We'll make those available if you want one. But Pastor Blees started dismissing the service years ago and he would repeat over you what is known as the priestly blessing or the Aaronic blessing. And, and I've been doing that for years myself. And we find that in the book of Numbers chapter 6. And again, I'm not going to preach this. I'm just going to read it. And I just want to, I want to release it over you. But I want to tell you what we're going to start adding to it. Um, Tiffany, Kelly, love y'all. Proud of y'all. What a great giant step for your future and your eternity and your present life where you are, you took today. Thank you. 
God's been speaking to us for months and months and months about prodigals, the prodigals, our seed coming home. Amen. They could be under your roof, but the heart's not with you in your walk and pursuit of God. So we want all of our seed, our sons and our daughters, our children, our grandchildren, we want them to come home. We want them to walk in right relationship with God. Husbands, wives, sons, daughters, brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers. Proverbs eleven twenty one: the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. So with that in mind, I am expanding the priestly blessing over you to the next verse because normally what we do is we quote verses 24, 25, 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I want to remind you the word peace there is the word shalom. It's not just this. It's not just peace, man. And peace in the Hebrew context is not just some frilly little happy, you know, take a toke on life but be happy kind of thing. The word peace is the word shalom. And it does mean peace as we think of it, but listen what else it means. Because the Hebrew language is so expansive, the word peace means this. Are you ready? It means to prosper. And the Hebrew concept of prosper has nothing to do with money, but it means to break through and to advance. So when, when we think of God's peace, we need to be thinking, God just doesn't want you to sit down and stick your head in the sand and wait for the war to go by. No, God wants you to go get the victory. He wants you to break through and prosper. Amen? Because anybody have any problems going on in your life or your family, job, country, anything? God's got it all, doesn't he? So it says he will give you your he will give you peace, his peace. So that word shalom, listen now, it also means to fare well. It's where we get the thought of welfare from. God will cause everything in your life to work out to where it will fare well. And that's normally where we stop. But I'm going to start adding verse 27. Are we together? Are you looking at it? So they shall put my name. I'm reading from the New King James and my is capitalized because it's God talking. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel. And I'm not adding to or taking away from the word, but I'm just making it relevant. They shall put my name on the children of Northview. And I will bless them. I would encourage you to release that verse. Write it down, put it on an index card, put it on a post-it note, put it several places in your house, but somewhere in the morning or throughout the day, release that over your house, everybody in your family, and watch God do his work. Amen? His word will not return to him void. Would you stand to your feet today? Since I just released that over you, I want to bless you and just pray over you today. Next Sunday, Pastor Carlos is going to be bringing the word here at Northview. Who's excited about Pastor Carlos preaching? I am.
I'm coming in receive mode. So Pastor Carlos, better bring both barrels, my brother. Let's go. All right, we love you, my friend. All right, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put God's name on the children of Northview and God will bless them himself. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the, in the name of the Holy Spirit, everybody said? Amen. Amen. I love you. God bless you. You are dismissed.